With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Sunday, February 5th, 2017, a very, very special edition of the show, a Super Bowl post-game show. I'd like to bring in at least one of my co-hosts, my man Luke. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm on the way to work a little bit. What's going on? How you doing today? <sighs> I am. I'm fucking depressed, man. This shit right here, man. <laughs> Lucas, if you're wondering why it sounds a little weird, Lucas on assignment. He's uh, on his way to work tonight, but uh, as everybody else, he caught the big game tonight. So we're gonna get his little uh, his thoughts on the, on the game in a second. Uh, but yeah, man, we're coming at you with a very special uh, post game edition of the Technical Foul Podcast. We're gonna do this for most major sporting events, man. So the finals, NCAA, NCAA championship game, stuff like that. So uh, yeah, man. Uh, so with that, with all due, I, I will save my thoughts because I'm sure most of y'all know what I'm going to say. So if you follow me on social media, you, you'll know my feelings on this game right now. So I will just uh, let my co-host do the talking for right now, kind of get his uh, thoughts on the game real quick since he's on his way to work. So I want to keep him too long, but uh, what up, man? Nothing so much, man. Enjoyed the game, you know, um, like I told you before, you know. Tom Brady, a.k.a. the God, you know, the God, not the demigod, the actual God. Um, you know, it's, so it's, I said it to my wife during the game. I said, listen, man, um, Tom Brady might be Jesus' little brother, man. Don't throw the dirt on him too, too quick, man, because he's going to resurrect, you know. Oh, man. Uh, what can you say, man? If you ain't calling him the greatest before this game, there's no way – 
all, he's not the greatest quarterback to ever play football. And if you are, you're just a plain hater. There's no more such thing as, I just don't like him. He's just not that good. He's played with Hall of Famers his whole career. He's cheated. The rules have been bent to make him better. Now what do you have to say? Now, you know, you can't say Atlanta choke. No, you can't. Oh, I disagree. He's just really I disagree. Good. I disagree. But but keep going. But keep going. But keep going. He's really that good, man. Under the pressure, you even you even burst like a pipe, or it makes a diamond. And man, he sure is polished. I'm just saying, man. I'm not a New England fan. I'm a diehard. I bleed burgundy and gold Redskins fan. But when you see excellence, you understand it. And he's a standard bearer, man. That's that's what you want out of your leader. That's what you want out of your quarterback. Five Super Bowls. <sighs> five Super Bowl victories. Four Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Seven Super Bowl appearances. He's done it with a, a red cast. You know, he's, he's done it with no names at best at, at times. Yeah. So... What you have to do is you, you have to tip your hat to the man and say, congratulations. You're in. Listen, no doubt. Uh, congratulations are in order to him, obviously. Uh, everything that you said is correct, man. I mean, I, I disagree with one thing. Saying that uh, Atlanta didn't... You can't say Atlanta didn't choke. I, I disagree with that. But I'll get to that in a second, man. I think Atlanta played a great game. I think, you know, from the beginning... What did I call score? 31-27? So yeah. I was pretty close to the the end mark of 34-28. Um, but it was a little bit closer. It was closer than what I thought throughout the game. I think the uh, the fumble in the beginning of the game, looked very blunt fumble, putting the wingler behind the ball early. Yeah, I agree. And it seemed like in the first half they did. It seemed like they didn't recover from that fumble. Like everybody was in shock. And Atlanta punched them in the mouth. Yeah, they got punched in the and mouth early. What, yeah. yeah, but what I loved about it was – um, about the game was everybody like Julio didn't have a great game. He had a he had a couple of great catches, but they they pretty much took away Julio. They were like, you know what? He's gonna he's gonna get his. He's a freaking nature. Julio is who he is. Um, but they were like, he's not gonna beat us alone. Like we're, somebody else is gonna beat us. And so when when crunch time came, they couldn't find somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else didn't show up. Oh, I, I'll I'll get to that. Trust me, I'll get to that. Um, Bill Belichick, great game plan in the second half. I was second guessing running down that clock, and uh, when when uh that the drive uh you know when Legrand Blunt had like five or six touches in a row and they just kept running the ball. Yeah. I know you're down twenty eight to three. I, I was I was thinking the same thing. I mean, me me and Mo went to a Super Bowl party, so we was we was we were saying that the entire time. I was like, yo, they're taking way too many time, too many, too much time on this clock. But New England is built like that. They're 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 not a quick strike offense. So anybody that thought that New England was just gonna was just gonna go down the field, obviously we all know that New England doesn't have a deep threat. Maybe Chris Hogan on some occasions, but for the most part, they don't really have a deep threat like that. They're not a quick strike, quick strike offense. So they're an offense that re- that relies on those short intermediary intermediary plat passes, and you know they're they're you know 
running the football, setting up those short play action intermediate classes, and that's how they that's how they score. So in this game, I thought it wasn't going to be beneficial for them because if they got be- if they got behind early, you know, I don't think that was going to do them any favors because I don't think New England had that quick strike offense. But here's where I disagree with you. Um, in a sense, uh, I I Atlanta choked, man. The defense. Ch- I put this game on two people. I put this game on. Well, not two people, but two two entities. The Atlanta Falcons defense, of course, I put that on them. And I also put this game on Matt Ryan, man. In the second half, and I'll start with Matt Ryan first. You know, all this year, Matt Ryan's been getting bouquets. He, you know, he, he finally stepped up. He came to play, blah, 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 this and that. And to, th- through three quarters, it was looking like Matt Ryan was going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. It was looking like that. But when this game, but when this, but when this game was up for grabs, when this game needed to be won by Atlanta, where, where, when this game needed a quarterback to step in and say, you know what, okay, I'm gonna take us home, Matt Ryan didn't do that. And here, and 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 I'm I'm gonna ask you first, and then I'm gonna give you what I thought the play of the game was. What what was, in your opinion, what did you think the play of the game was? Um, you mean the, the deciding factor of the game? What yeah, was, just just to play the game overall. Yeah, what was what was you think the the time? I think, I think that sack he took. I think it's the sack he took on second down was the play of the game. I think that. I mean, I think the momentum was already rolling, but I think if you would have got three out of that drive, of course the game would have been over. There's no way. I don't think even New England could have surmounted that. So, I agree. Um, I agree. So I think that sack he took instead of just throwing the ball away, understanding the situation. Hey, I need three points right now. Yep. I don't need a touchdown. I don't need to run out the clock. Because, you know, at this point, the time is going to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I need three points at this point, at this moment. And it should have been a hot read type of play. Like, hey, if I ain't got it, I ain't got it. I'm, I'm checking down. I'm getting out of here. We're get, we getting out of, you know, we're we getting out of here. We're getting out of Houston with a double. So I think that the, the sack was the actual, I think that was the, the breaker. Once the sack happened, then the holding penalty after that, then they really got pushed out of field goal position. And then um, up until the fourth quarter, um, they're playing lights out, man. You can't you can't blame it on that defense. I think I've seen uh, what towards the end of the third quarter they had been on the field for sixty five plays, yeah, seven plays, something like that. So eventually it's going to wear them out. I agree. Eventually they're going to get tired. I agree. The, um, you know, the, the, the dump he threw out to the flat, Tom Brady threw out to James White. Yeah. And then he got away from Jones, right? Mm-hmm. You see how tired Jones was. Like, he was, like, not in the play. Like, he was running, but you can see he was a different He was a different person. Like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just out here running, bro. Like, he throwing the ball, and he didn't know where the boy was at. Like, oh, man, wait. Oh, now I got to try and cut back and try to get him because he didn't cut back on me and turn, get my hips on the outside and – so them plays just started to eat them up towards the end, man. And you know that nutrition. Yeah, it was it was a war of attrition, man. Yeah, it was a war. Here, here's here's where I dis here. I'm not saying I disagree. I I do think that sack he took was was very very crucial. But I but I agree with you that the momentum already had swung. Here's where I think was the play of the yeah. game. Uh, the fumble in the third quarter, where uh, Branch recovered. And then the Patriots went down and scored yeah. and made it 28-20. I thought that was a play of the game. Third yeah. and one, okay. and you're throwing yeah. and you're throwing the football there when you've got two Pro Bowl running backs yeah. 
at your disposal? Like, what are you doing? I, I just hated that play call. I hate when or I hate when offensive coordinators try to get cute. Like, it's third and one. You have control of the football game, and the run game has been your friend the entire game. That's what I didn't understand. Like, exactly, they were actually yeah, they were averaging close to seven yards a carry. So why why not? Especially especially with third and one, why not run the football? Because running the football right there does you, either one of two things happens right there. Either you run the football and they stuff you, but you still, at, at most, you run a minute and a half. Yeah, exactly. You're running the clock. You run a minute and a half to two minutes off the clock. And or or you get the first down and you keep the momentum rolling. I thought that once that fumble happened and they recovered and the Patriots mm-hmm. scored and made it 28-20, I thought they knew they were going to win. I, I, I think they took a deep breath and was like, okay, we're, we're going to win this game. Atlanta had their chance and they didn't get they didn't, and they didn't. They didn't they didn't put us away, and now we're gonna now we're gonna take it. Because even 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 after, even when they made it twenty eight twelve, I don't even think the Patriots felt like they were gonna win. I think they felt like okay, we're still in it, but they still they still had an uphill battle to climb. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like once they got that fumble, like it was over from there. Like I thought the momentum switched, like just like that, just like that. And then I would say I would agree with you that the sack he took. Because remember, that sack came, I think it was a play or two plays after that incredible catch by Julio Jones. The Julio Jones catch, yeah. 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 So the next play they ran they ran this uh the toss with Yeah, the toss with Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, with Freeman that didn't yeah, they lost like two yards, yeah. Yeah. So it was just done and then they got a hold, right? Yeah, then they got another sack or a hold. Yeah. On the next play. Yeah. Yeah. So they but but the reason that I would put this on Matt Ryan is because there was moments like that, like taking the sack, like the fumble, that you as a quarterback, as a championship quarterback, as a guy that I'm going to pay top dollar to, like that's a game right there that I'm saying, yo, I'm putting this in your hands. Take us home. Take us home, big boy. Like that's that's what I want for my quarterback. And you could say, well, it wasn't all his fault. And it wasn't because, he, like I said, he played well. He played great for three quarters. So I'm not going to sit there and say that Matt Ryan was just absolutely horrible because he wasn't, obviously. And obviously, he had a lot to do with them being up 28-3. to But I just think that when when this game needed to be won, where was Matt Ryan? That That's just my biggest thing. And then the defense, of course. The defense, I mean, say what you want to say. It was an attrition. They were tired. But when you want to win a Super Bowl and you've got a 25-point lead, bring it home. I don't want to hear about tired. I don't want to hear about attrition. I don't want to hear about, well, you know, we were gassed. So I don't want to hear that. 25-point lead in the, in the Super Bowl, you got to bring it home, man. You got to bring it home. Well, I, I totally agree with you um, that, you know, um, <laughs> about the nutrition, nutrition part. Like, you have to just play. Like, you have, like no matter what's going on, this is the end of the game. This is the end of the year, man. Either, either you got it or you don't. You know, you got to dig deep. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, it's just I, I just can't say you know at, at points is it Matt Ryan's fault, but and then you can't call him a championship level quarterback because he never you know won a championship. So and this was his time. Maybe that's the thing. This was the, this was his time. The stage was too large. And 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 again, yeah, the stage was too large. Yeah, and then obviously. and then I'm and like I said, I put it on the Atlanta Falcons defense and Dan Quinn. I mean, he's got to take some. He's got he's got some explaining to do. That defense kind of played a little soft in the second. In the, in, I can't even say second half, fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, he's a defensive coach, and his defense got torched. So you know, uh, you know, we'll get into we'll, we'll get into Brady and his legacy, and 
where he stands later on in the week when we do our full episode, man. I just kind of wanted to get your 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 thoughts on the game real quick. Um, I know you're on your way to work, bro, so I appreciate it. You giving us a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, any final words? It, any final words for the audience, man? Uh, great. It was a great game, man. See you guys on Wednesday or um, – Check out for the podcast Wednesday night, guys. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be extra. It's, it's gonna be a little, a little special with a cherry on top. Oh you know, man, Tom uh, Brady style. Uh, um, see Roger Goodell ain't hand him over that trophy. He might have got slapped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, all right, man. You couldn't hear Roger Goodell. You couldn't hear him on the podium, man. They was booing him so bad. They was booing the shit out. They was booing the shit out. They was booing the shit out of him, man. Well, ahead. I thought I thought I thought Kraft, I thought Kraft was I thought Kraft was gonna drop the ill diss track though. <laughs> I thought for real. Kraft macaroni and cheese. All right, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, have a good day, right, man. Have a good night at work, and uh, we'll holler at you on Wednesday, bro. All right, man. Yeah. All right. See you guys Wednesday, man. Listen up on Wednesday. Podcast dropping soon, man. All right. All right, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my boy uh, Luke uh, giving us his thoughts on the, on the game. And uh, I kind of agree with everything that he said. The only thing I disagree with is him saying that you can't put this on the defense or it was a battle of attrition. I, I just disagree with that, man. I thought the game, I thought the defense uh, up to that point, really up to the fourth quarter, I thought the defense was the MVP of the game. I thought the defense had played so well. Uh, uh, Grady Jarrett had had a monster game, three sacks, really could have been more. I thought the defense, the defensive line especially, got the Brady. They made him uncomfortable. They hit him. And we all know with any quarterback, but especially Brady, if you punch him in the mouth, if you make him feel uncomfortable, um, you're really going to have success. So I thought the Atlanta Falcons defense really played well the entire game and or up to that point had played well the entire game. And I, I thought they got soft. I thought they really got soft. And to me, the turning point in this game, like I said, when I, like I told Luke, was the, the turning point of this game really came to me in the third quarter, midway in the third quarter, when they got that fumble from Matt Ryan uh, that Branch recovered. I, I thought that changed the entire game. 28-12 there, run the football. I, I, I really fucking hate when these, coordinate, when, these, when these offensive coordinators, these head coaches, try to get too cute there. And usually it's the other way around. They try to get too conservative. But I just felt at that point you had success with the running game. Run the football there. Run the football. I couldn't believe that. I, to me, that just that, that started a snowball effect. That really started a snowball effect. Because right then and there, they recovered the football. Brady starts to march them down the field. He starts to get, it, get into a rhythm. He starts to you know, find some openings in that defense. And what happens? Boom, boom, boom. They go down the field and they score. I, I just couldn't believe that. I could not believe that. For ah, It just drove me the fuck insane, man. It drove me insane. I could not believe that shit. And then after Julio Jones makes that catch, Matt Ryan, come on. That's, that's, this is why I put him as, as another culprit in this game. Matt Ryan, you got to take your team home there, man. You can't take a sack there. You cannot. You have to throw the ball. Throw the ball away. You cannot, for the life of me, take a sack there. You cannot. But, yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy, man. It was an incredible comeback, an incredible game. Uh, let me go ahead and bring in my boy Mo, uh, who's been chomping at the bits. We were at a Super Bowl party. 
uh, earlier watching this game, and he's as pissed off as I am because he just couldn't believe that the Falcons blew this fucking game. And and yeah, I, I think I think more so than the Patriots winning, uh, the Falcons just blew this fucking game completely. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, so I, I really believe that the Falcons really blew this game, man. Blew this game, for real. So, uh, with that said, man, I'm going to bring in my boy Mo. Uh, like I said, we were at a Super Bowl party earlier. We watched this game, and uh, just wanted to bring you in a couple minutes, man. He's at home. It's fucking snowing outside. It's shitty-ass weather, so uh, he's on assignment as well. <laughs> so, what's good, Mo? Sure, man. Just in disbelief. Disbelief at what we just witnessed. Yeah, I, disbelief is a is a great adjective to describe it. Uh, so I was just I was just on the phone with Luke, man, talking to him and telling him uh, my thoughts on the game, and he was telling us his thoughts on the game. And I just kind of wanted to get your uh, general synopsis of the game, man. So yeah, go ahead, man. Let him know. Uh, just just like uh, you always say, when you got somebody down, you got your foot on their throat, you got to close them out. And you don't and. You, and Especially with somebody like the Patriots and Tom Brady, when they had the opportunity to close those dudes out, they didn't. They didn't take it. And and that that third and one that we discussed, when they should have ran that ball instead of yep. pass it, and Matt Ryan fumbled it, that was that I'm, was the biggest mistake ever. I don't understand. Yeah. That. I don't understand what's going on with football nowadays, where it could be third and one, and everybody wants to pass the damn ball. That's just as bad as as uh, the Seahawks when it was. They were on the goal line and decided to pass it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why everybody keeps trying to pull this shit off of the Patriots, and it keeps on blowing up in their face. Absolutely. Michael Butler intercepted that pass. This time, Matt Ryan got got a uh, sack fumble. Well, strip fumble, uh, strip sack. Yeah. So why keep doing it? Yeah. It, 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 it's unbelievable to me. That would have been the game right there. At least, I don't know what was going on with, with Kyle Shanahan in the second half. First half. I think I think it's I think it's just these coordinators, man. I think the I think it's just these coordinators, man. They try to get too fucking cute, man. Like run the. Fo- I was just, I was telling Luke because Luke kind of came from the perspective of obviously he going. The first thing he said was, you know, Tom Brady's the goat, the greatest. You can't even put this on the defense of Atlanta. You got to put this all on Brady. And I and I kind of came at I disagreed with him. I was like I agree with everything you said, but I still put this I, I'm, I put this on Atlanta's defense and I also put it on Matt Ryan this loss. I put it on the defense because. You had a twenty-five point. Uh, you had a twenty-five point lead. Twenty-five point lead in the Super Bowl. Win the game. Win the game. I don't want to hear about battle of attrition. I don't want to hear about sixty-seven plays because Luke was telling. You know, Luke was saying that. You know, at that point they had been on the field for like sixty-something plays. I don't want to hear that. Twenty-five point lead. Twenty-five point lead. Win the fucking game. That's all I want. To, I don't want to hear nothing else. There's no excuses. There's there's no ah this nothing. Nothing. Win the game. And then the second aspect of this, I put it on Matt Ryan because I felt like when this game needed to be won, when Atlanta needed somebody to kind of settle things down, to to kind of grab the game by its by its clutches or by its reins or whatever, whatever you want to call it, Matt Ryan didn't respond. We talked about it with the strip sack. And then in the fourth quarter, right after Julio Jones makes that amazing, amazing just Beast at. Yeah. Throw the fucking ball away. Throw the ball away. You have to understand where you're at, the time of the game. Like all they needed was a field goal. At a field goal, there is thirty. Yeah, yeah. Took him out of field goal range. Took him out of field goal range. Thirty-one twenty. 
You're, it's 31-20 with four minutes left. Doesn't matter what the Patriots do at that point. Even if they score a touchdown, they still got to get uh, the onside kick. So you basically win the fucking game. I, I just didn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. Especially after Julio Jones makes that catch. Like, the game is yours there at that point. The game was, the, the lights were too bright for everybody except Julio. I think that's what it was. And Grady Jarrett, and, and I was saying, and I was saying the Falcons defense up to the third and quarter yeah, really, yeah, up to the, up to the third, up to the fourth quarter, I was going to say, you, you heard me. I was going to say either Freeman was the MVP or the Falcons defense was the MVP or Jarrett was the MVP because I thought the defense played phenomenal for, for three quarters. They played great. They played outstanding for three quarters. They put pressure on Brady. They smacked him around. And you and I both know the way to beat Brady, the way to beat the Patriots, any quarterback, really, but especially a quarterback like Brady, you got to make him feel uncomfortable in the pocket. You got to smack him around. You got to you gotta make him yeah, fear for his life. And they were getting to they him. Weren't, they weren't getting to him at all. They, they stopped in the first half, I mean, in the, in the first three quarters, they were getting to him. In the fourth quarter, they just there was no pressure at all. That's a depth. I think that's because of their depth. They don't really have a depth like that. I know they don't have the depth, and I, and I and I understand that it was tired. They were tired, but at the same time, like you got to win the game, man. You got to win the game. You want to win the Super Bowl. You want to go down in in the history books. You got to win the game. You got to win the game. And only scoring one touchdown. And only scoring one touchdown in the entire second half. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, that, that was crazy. Kind of off, with that offense, yeah. One touchdown. Yep. Yeah, that's why I put this on Matt Ryan, man. I gotta put I gotta put some of the but now I'm not gonna completely kill Matt Ryan because he played great for three quarters. But like I, I said, but away from Brady, Brady either though because Brady he he, he tore the ass up. Yeah, and and, and, up. and I was and like I told Luke, um, we're gonna get into more of this on Wednesday. I mean, so, and so and that dude had a 62 uh, passer rating. Yeah, 62. Yeah, th- through three quarters, he had a 62 passer rating. And then what? In the fourth quarter, he had a, a fourth quarter. In the overtime, he had 129. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy. But like I, like I was telling Luke, man, that, um, you know, we're going to get into more of this on Wednesday night. Kind of get into more of the Brady and the Patriots angle of things, where, they, where their legacy is and all that bullshit. Yeah, I call it bullshit because it makes me sick. But... um. Tonight, we're just kind of trying to get the general overview or synopsis of the game and kind of wanted to get... Uh, so, are you in agreement with me then that the play of the game was that uh, fumble by uh, Ryan there in the third quarter? I thought that changed the entire game. Um, I think that... Well, I don't know. I think that catch by Edelman, because that was a third down. That was like a third, like 11 or something, or third, 13 or something like that. Oh, that was 31, the fumble, you mean? Oh, you talk about no. You talk about Edelman's catch. Oh, okay. You talk about Edelman's catch. Okay. You talk about Edelman's catch. All right. No. Yeah. That was the game too. Yeah. Yeah. That was. It was. All right. So I noticed some people are already trying to debate. You know, we were at the party with a with Big Baby and them, and they were trying to argue that it was better than David Tyree's catch. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It was not. I don't think so. I disagree, man. I disagree. But we'll get into that on Wednesday. It was against three people. It was all three people. But three but people. the Tyree but the Tyree catch was skill to me in my in my eyes it was skill and some luck. The Edelman catch was just fucking luck. That was luck. Cause in in real time you and I everybody thought that it hit the fucking ground. I thought he caught it. You ain't think he caught it. You agreed with me that you thought he. I never said he wasn't. No, I was saying he caught it. 
After I saw this, well, okay, you see, in real time, you couldn't really tell what happened. It looked like it hit the ground. It looked like it hit the ground. But it hit the dude's legs instead. Because he caught it, then dropped it, and then as he dropped it, it hit dude's leg, and he was able to hold on to it. And then he caught it again. Yeah. He caught it, dropped it, hit the dude's leg, then he, then he got it in his hand and almost dropped it again and then caught it. Yeah. That's crazy. Fucking crazy. But, so you, so you think the Edelman catch was the play of the game? That's what sealed the game for the Patriots. That was the turning point. Yeah, because the, well, that came after because when the strip sack happened, they were still down with two scores, right? Yeah, twenty-eight, twelve. So yeah, and then the Edelman catch led to the game's a tying score. So I think it's between those two. It's the strip sack by Hightower, and then it's the catch by Edelman. Because I don't think I think if he doesn't catch that, I don't think they score. I don't think they score if he doesn't catch that. Yeah, like I said, Lucas was more of the uh, the sack that Matt Ryan took on that drive uh, on that drive in the fourth oh, quarter when it was twenty. Yeah, exactly. After at the two plays after Julio Jones's catch, that sack. Yeah, yeah, that was his play of the game. After Julio made that catch, I was like, after Julio made that catch, I was like, yeah, it's over. They're about to take a, at least they're going to take a field goal here. Yeah. Nope. This idiot takes a sack. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I thought I thought the 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 fumble, the hit, uh, was it a strip sack or was it just a hit? Well, he was getting ready to throw it. It was a strip sack. Okay, it was a strip sack. Yeah. He, he had his, he had caught he had caught back, but before he could get his forward motion going, uh, high power knocked it out of his hit his arm and tackled him at the same time. So strip sack. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I thought it was the sack or the strip sack, man. That's that's what I thought the play of the game was. I thought that's that changed the entire momentum of the game because at that point it was twenty eight twelve. You know, third and one, run the ball with fucking run the fucking ball with Freeman, man, or Coleman, or both of them. I don't care, but run the fucking football. Third and one. Coleman was out. Coleman was out at that point. No, he was still he was still because no because he played in the fourth quarter. Remember when he was he out at that point or was it Freeman? Yeah, he was out. Coleman was out at that point. I thought I thought I thought Coleman got hurt in the first in the fourth quarter. But anyway, even then, Freeman was killing them. Yeah, Freeman was, was killing them. He could have got one yard. He could have got one goddamn yard. Like I told Luke, I was like, yo, running it on 31 does one of two things. Either you don't get the either you don't get the one yard, you still you still run the clock. You still run the clock out. You still at the most run a minute and a half off the you clock. Could have, yeah, and you could you could have pinned them. Exactly. 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 Or, 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 how about the... Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, yeah. Pin them down around the goal line and make them drive the length of the field and take up a bunch of clock, and then they still got to score twice. Exactly. They got to drive down the length of the field, at least make them take two minutes off of the damn clock, and then it's like two minutes left, and then you get the ball back and try to run the time out of something. Yeah. Or at the very, or how about this novel concept, right? At the very least, he gets the one yard and the drive continues. You have first down and you're still running the clock. So to me, it was a beneficial play either way. I just thought with the with the with the strip sack and they recovered, like I thought the momentum just flipped there. I thought you could tell, you could just tell in the building that the momentum was 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 already shifted at that point. So I thought that was the biggest play of the game to me. And once the Patriots started coming back, 
They're like they're like sharks, man. Once they smell blood, they didn't have experience. They didn't have experience. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not gonna get. I'm not. I'm not gonna put it on an experience. I am gonna say that because the Patriots—they've been there before. Brady's been there before. That a lot of those guys on that team—they have multiple rings. Yeah. They've been in the. They've been in these situations. Atlanta has never been in that situation before. So when those dudes started turning up on them, I don't think the Falcons really knew how to respond. I understand. I get that, and it's a very valid point. And I'm not saying you're wrong. My whole angle of this is I get the experience aspect of it, but at the same time, you're trying to win a championship, and you're up by 25 points, and at that point, 18 points. Like, I mean, mean, at that point, like, or at that point, at that point, what it was, it was, it was, it was 28-12. Yeah, it was. After the strip set, yeah, at that point they were tw- it was twenty eight twelve, so it was a sixteen point game. Yeah, after, but that's still a sixteen point, but that's still a sixteen point lead, like sixteen points in the late in the third quarter, going into the fourth, and you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to win the game. You you have to win the game. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about lack of experience. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't play a factor. I'm not saying fatigue didn't play a factor. But what I'm saying is when you're a defense, you're an NFL caliber defense, and you're and obviously you're a decent enough defense because you got to the Super Bowl, you gotta you gotta you gotta bring it home, man. You gotta bring it home. And where was Vic Beasley? Yeah, where was yeah, yeah, where was Vic Beasley? Did, did, I mean, all I heard was bouquets being thrown at Vic Beasley. And was he seen? Did he play in the Super Bowl? I didn't see him. Did he make one positive impact? On the game at all? I didn't. I didn't see him do anything. Other than, well, nah, he didn't do anything. No. He well, he could have intercepted that ball, maybe in the end zone. But yeah. uh, that was about it. Yeah, I didn't hear his name called at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I can recall in any significant <sighs> manner. Yeah, I know, man. I don't like how Shanahan's play calling either. Yeah, his play know. call. His play calling. Yeah. The third and one, trying to pass it. And, and, and when you looked at it from the angle, it was nothing was even open anyway. Yeah. It was stupid. It was a stupid play call. It was a stupid play call. That just baffles me. Why? Third and one, why? I agree. I agree. I agree. People are so obsessed with the pass, so obsessed with it. They just they try to outsmart they outsmart they outsmart each other they 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 you know what it is these coaches fucking outsmart themselves it really is because it's like they they forget that football is a very simple game when you think about it you know it's like third and one run the football run the football especially when you have a running back a, a duo of running back Atlanta had six point seven yards per carry. Come on, run the fucking football for they one yard. They weren't even stopping you. They weren't even stopping. They hadn't been stopping you the whole game. Incredible. Incredible. They hadn't been stopping you the whole game and running the ball. And that's what you decide to do. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the game real quick. Uh, you know, I know you got to work tomorrow, so I'm gonna let you go. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the game real quick. Uh, we're going to get into more of this on Wednesday night, obviously. Just kind of wanted to get your uh, immediate reactions uh, to the game. and uh, So, yeah, man, we'll check you out on well, Wednesday night. You? Shit. Man, I would have torn some stuff up. Yeah. And I had some people that wanted to bet me, but I was like, nah, 
No, you know me. I I already don't like batting anyway. So, but yeah, but but yeah, man. You was confident in Atlanta. Well, yeah, that was your team. That was your squad. You you was riding with them. I was like, yes, I got this. Man, I look like a genius. These motherfuckers. I, I, I still can't believe they fucking came back, man. I, I still can't believe they fucking came back, man. I just, you I can't. Do you think it's considered the greatest comeback in, in sports history? Absolutely. Absolutely. No one has ever come back from a 21 point deficit in the Super Bowl and no one has ever won a Super Bowl in overtime. It has to be the best game, the best championship game ever. In football. We'll 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 get into that. We'll get into that on Wednesday night. We kinda give it a lot of we wanna give it a couple days to let it breathe. Um but we'll get into that on Wednesday night, man. We'll get into where this game stands uh from both angles. The Patriots obviously with Brady and winning their fifth championship and the Falcons and their epic collapse. Uh, where this game stands and all that. We'll, we'll get into that on Wednesday night when we have more time to talk. I just kind of wanted to get your initial reactions, post-game feel to it. Um, but, yeah, man, if you got any last words for the for the audience, man, uh, go ahead, say something. Uh, man, just, uh, just disappointing. Just like you said, I, I, maybe you know, when I have more time to think about it, I'll be able to understand what the hell I just watched. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What did I just witness? I agree. And then on Wednesday, we'll just dig deeper into it. But I just like, I need more time to just marry. <sighs> You're upset. How, how you think I feel? I'm a fucking Jets fan. <laughs> I was. I almost feel the way I felt. Uh, this is almost the way I felt when I found out that Trump had won the election. <laughs> that's the sick feeling I feel. I know, man. Like, I know. Like, That's that. Matter of fact, that is a that is the perfect fucking comparison, man. That is the perfect comparison, <laughs> because that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. That's how I, felt. I remember I, I was laying in bed and I rolled over and I was like, "Let me see who won." So I didn't want to watch anymore. <laughs> so I saw the man was was it was just like, it's the same thing. I was like, "This dude really about to do this," and I was like, "I'm not gonna watch." And I was hoping and praying that he didn't win. I looked at my phone and I saw he won. And I was just like, how? I just felt sick. And this was the same feeling. How did these dudes do this? Anyway, how? That's all I got to say for now. All right, man. Well, thank you for joining us, man, tonight. Uh, get some good sleep, man. I know you got to work tomorrow. Be safe out there in that, in that fucking slop. Um, and we'll holler at you on Wednesday night, man. All right, bro. All right, later. Yep. Yeah, so there you have it, folks. So that's going to be it for tonight, man. I, I just... I'm actually calmer now than I was like an hour or two ago. I got a chance to take a shower and unwind for a fucking little bit. Uh, I was going to watch fucking 24, this new 24, because... They fucking promoted the shit out of this goddamn show during the fucking Super Bowl. So, and if you guys don't know this, I'm a I'm a huge uh, 24 fan. So, one of my favorite TV shows. So, it's coming back out. Gotta check the new episode or the new uh, the spinoff series, I guess. 24 Legacy. Um, so, I was looking forward to that. And then I, I was such in a bad fucking mindset that I missed 24. So, I gotta catch it on fucking uh, on demand. But yeah, I, I'm I'm actually calmer because. 
earlier, I was just fucking pissed off. I, I just, I couldn't believe it, man. I could not believe that the Falcons blew this fucking game. I, I just, how? How does that happen? How? How? 25-point lead. A 25-point lead. Dominating the football game. On both sides. Both sides. Defense and offense. And you lose? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to give this a couple days to digest. And uh, we're going to come back Wednesday night with another episode for you. Our, our, regular, our regular show. Um, like I said, we're going to do this for most major uh, sporting events, man. So we're going to do this again uh, come April after the national championship game. We're going to do this, obviously, in June after uh, the NBA Finals. Maybe We might not do every game of the series. Probably pick and choose. We'll probably do game one. Game three, and so on and so forth. If it gets deeper in the series, and obviously we're gonna do this in the uh, for the World Series as well. So we're gonna pick different sporting events, major sporting events that uh, we feel warrant a a post game. And obviously, this being a Super Bowl, I think uh, it definitely warranted a uh, a post game show. So yeah, man, I, I just I'm still fucking pissed off. And then, and then the worst thing is I gotta sit there and watch Bob Kraft. Tom Brady and that rat Bill Belichick just hoist another fucking troll. Oh, God. I, yo, I tweeted and I put this on Facebook. The city of Atlanta is dead to me. They are officially dead to me. I don't want to. I don't even want to know anything about Atlanta. Fuck the teams. Everything. I don't. Nothing. They're dead to me. Jeezy, T.I., Luda. Outcast, I'm huge. I'm a huge fan of these rappers, and I don't even want to listen to them right now because I'm just everything about Atlanta is dead to me right now. Because they fucking choked the biggest choke job. I'm, I'm. I know we'll get into this on Wednesday, but I'm calling it right now. This is the biggest collapse in sports history. I'm gonna say that the biggest collapse in sports history. This tops. I don't think. Yeah, this tops the Yankees in 04, blowing a three nothing a three zip lead in the ALCS. This tops the Warriors. In the finals last season, this tops the Indians blowing three, uh, blowing the three-one lead in the World Series this past season. It, it just top, this tops the Trailblazers in Game Seven, blowing a fifteen-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. This tops all of that, all of that. This is a a, a collapse of epic, epic proportions. This is a gag fest, a gag fest. But yeah, man, we're we're. We're gonna get up out of here. Let this let this uh, marinate for a couple days, and uh, we'll be back with y'all with another episode on Wednesday night. Obviously, we're gonna record on Wednesday night. And it's gonna be available uh, midnight Thursday morning for download. Uh, we are available on iTunes, also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and now on the Google Play Store. So yeah, man, we're everywhere. Where we are everywhere. So listen, download. The show, subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those sites, man. Uh, and just keep supporting the show, man. For real. We're, we're doing a good job. We're getting a lot of positive feedback, man. The podcast is growing. Uh, I'm proud to announce that. The podcast is really growing. It's going great. It's, it's going great. Um, and I'm just humbled. I'm humbled by it, man. So we appreciate all the love and the support we've gotten from all you guys. Um, and just keep listening, man. Keep listening. Uh, also on social media, man, go ahead and follow us on Facebook at The Technical Foul Podcast. 
Um, very easy to find us. Uh, also on on Twitter, the TF Podcast One, the TF Podcast One on Twitter, man. Uh, go ahead and follow us on there as well. And uh, we're also uh, going to start a uh, an email, so you guys can email us questions, for, uh, listener questions, and whatnot. So. All these great things, man, we got popping, man. So, uh, yeah, man, with that said, uh, we're going to get ready to get up out of here, but we'll holler at y'all on Wednesday night with the new or our regular time slot, <laughs> uh, a new episode of the podcast. So, yeah, man, with all that said, man, I hope everybody had a good, fun, safe Super Bowl uh, this Sunday, and uh, everybody have a nice week, and we'll check y'all out on uh, Wednesday. <laughs>